The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Gitin. Masechet Gitin has been sponsored by our good friend and loyal Talmud of the Dafayomi, Mr. Haimi Dana, and his dear wife, Hashem Ishmael Mechayim. He has dedicated this Masechet according to the following principle. Our rabbis tell us that when you learn something, it can avert that item from happening. So we'd like to learn the Masechet Gitin, so it will remain in the theory of learning and never come to fruition in actuality. And therefore it should be blessed, him and his dear wife, and all of Klal Yisrael, with Shalom Bayit, and Atzlachan Harvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Yedehem, Amen. We begin the second Perek of Masechet Kitin, starting on Ted Vav Amud Lishon. We begin from the first Mishnah, Hamevi Get, Right away, let's stop. We learned in the first Perek, when you bring a Get, let's go very quickly, you have to say, That is the Shaliyah, must say that in front of the Beddin. There's two reasons why that has to be done. We brought a Mahlouk between Rabbah and Ravah. Let's go to Ravah first. Ravah said, in order to stave off a potential ilur of the husband where he might come along and claim that it is a forge, so therefore the rabbis were lenient that this one shaliyah is able to mekayim the signature that is called kiyum. Now, even though normally kiyum is done with two, here the rabbis were lenient to do kiyum with one in order that the lady does not remain an aguna. Gemara asked in the first pitic, then why do you have to say b'fanay nikhtav? According to Ravav, the whole issue is to mekayim the star, b'fanay nikhtav should be enough. The reason why, according to Ravah, you have to say, no, the reason why you have to say uh, in Ravah is nikhtav is because it's a gezira'ah to other starot. That what, if you're going to be lenient to rely on one witness to be mekayim again, you might come to rely on one witness to, uh, to mekayim shar starot. So therefore, by saying b'fanai nechtav, another extra saying, people will know that get is different. So the b'fanai nechtav is to cut off other shtarot. Gezerat breaks the gezerat on other shtarot. Rabbah had a different understanding. He said one of the reasons why we have to say b'fanai nechtav is because we're worried that the people in the Aris they're not beki b'shma. They don't know how to write a get with the proper intention. By saying b'fanai nechtav, they're going to ask the shaliyah, you were there for the writing good, was it done the shma? I'll say yes, therefore they get his question. But Abba also agrees to Rava's reasoning in order to mekayim the shtar. That's why we have to say b'fanai nechtav. So Rava eat le de Rava. And also we were lenient again according to Rava with one witness to be mekayim the shtar again because b'mkom aguna. Uh, and we also make uh, lenient to rely on one witness for the Lishma, because really rov uh, sofrim that are writing know the law of Lishma. It's only a mi'ut that does it. So in this case over here, the rabbis were lenient to rely on the rov that know what they're doing to say b'fanai nechtav. Okay, that's the law of the first period. Now we get to the second period. All these cases are going to be over here of different variations of the b'fanai nechtav or b'fanai nechtav, which means he, they didn't do it the way the rabbis wanted. Wanted you to do it. For example, ve'amad b'fanai nechtav, avalo b'fanai nechtam. B'fanai nechtam, avalo b'fanai nechtav. B'fanai nechtav kulo, u'b'fanai nechtam hetzio. Which means I, I was b'fanai nechtav, but only half of it was signed in front of me. One witness. It was only written half of it in front of me. In all these cases, the common denominator, the Gemara, is Pasul, no good. Okay? Now, good. But we can understand. Let's go just get the case. Let's apply our own logic for a second. When the guy says b'fanai nechtam, but did not say b'fanai nechtam, according to nobody, it's going to be good. Ben l'rabah, ben l'rabah. When you need to b'fanai nechtam, you did not mekayim the get. Okay, so therefore the start is not going to be a good start. B'fanai nechtam, but no b'fanai nechtav. Well, according to Rabbah, certainly it's not good because you didn't say nechtav, which is already a question in the lishma. 
And even according to Rava, since you didn't say Bifanay Niktav, you make a Gizirah to other Shtarot, and therefore you didn't say it the way Hazal wanted you to say it, it's going to be Pasul as well. So basically the rule is you got to say it like we told you to say it. Now, Bifanay Niktav Kulo, which is okay, however, Bifanay Niktav Hatshio, but he only was Mikayim, half the witnesses, or Bifanay Niktav Hatshio, he always Mikayim, which we'll see what that means, half, we'll see what that means, or Bifanay Niktav Kulo, Pasul. Okay, let's go to the next cases. Echad Omer, Okay, so you got one witness coming, two guys. You got one guy saying the Bifanai Nihtav of it, and one guy saying the Bifanai Nihtav of it. No good. Rashi. Now, if there's only one Shaliyah, if, if there's one of them that has designated the Shaliyah, very simple. Because the rabbis only gave the power of the Shaliyah to say, to believe even though they're one. However, this guy off the street is not believed as one. Therefore, right? the rabbis wanted them to say both. Okay, so therefore, if you're learning that only one of them was a Shaliyah, it's obvious why the Git is not a good Git. Because he did not say the full declaration. Oh, but both of them were Shaliyah. So what's the problem? One guy saying, Which means since the guy that's testifying on the Hatima did not testify on the Hatima, Gezerah Atusha Ashtarot. Right? Understand that? Which is the one that's testifying on the Hatima, he did not say Ketiba. No good. Why? Yezera Atushar Shtarot. And the guy that says on the Ketiba without the Hatima, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't finish the Hatima. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't coach that. Therefore, it's Pasul. Comes the Gemara and the Mishnah continues. Shnaim Omrim. Befanenu Nikhtav. Okay. Two guys come along and uh, say, uh, the gate was written in front of us. And the third witness shows up, right? And he comes along and says, Well, again, it's going to be for the same reasons that we said above. If both of these guys are the Shaliyahs, right? If two of the guys are the Shaliyah, or if, let's say everybody's a Shaliyah, let's say for that matter, for sure it's going to be Pasul. Why? Because bottom line, only two of them said Bifanay Nikhtav they didn't do the Hatima and only one of them guy did the Hatima but he has a problem because he didn't say Ketiba which means the rabbis only believe when the Shaliyah says everything but when they're going to split it up even though you got two guys on the Ketiba one guy in the Hatima it's, not good. it's just like the reasons of the last case Yehuda says Makshir oh, we have to see the Gebra why the Yehuda says Makshir Look at that Shira. She starts to talk here. Which means, very simple. What's the reason why normally when a guy just says, it's not enough? Because since he didn't say, I might come to make you shtarot, other shtarot with only one witness. But he says, in this case over here, where you have somebody else that said, Bifanai Nikhtav. Although it was two separate people, you had two witnesses, Bifanai Nikhtav, one said Bifanai Nikhtav. I'm not going to say that Bifanai Nikhtav guy is no good, because the whole reason why Bifanai Nikhtav alone is no good is Gezirah Atu Shashtarot. But here, two other people said Ketiva. Therefore, I'm not going to come along and Mikayim another star with only one uh, witness, because bottom line, you needed Ketiva and Hatima, and it was said. So what do I keep? It was said by two people. Again, the whole reason why a regular guy that says, B'fanai nikhtav, B'fanai nikhtav is no good alone. Why? Because without saying, B'fanai nikhtav, I might come to make, Shtar, Kiyum, Shtar, Shtar, with one. That's why I need a B'fanai nikhtav. So the B'fanai what's your problem over here? Here you have both. You have a guy that said, B'fanai nikhtav, you have two other guys that said, B'fanai nikhtav, I'm not going to come to make a Gizra, to Shtar, Shtar, because bottom line, both Hatima and Ketiva, were said in this situation, albeit said by different people. No, who had one? Who had the other one? And she says, who had the other one? And she says, who had the? Look at that. She very good point. 
ובגמרא אמין דחלוק היה רבי יהודה אף בראשונה, האחד אומר בפניי נכתב ואחד אומר בפניי נכתב, very good. רבי יהודה אומר לך, you want the first case. We're one and one, because bottom line, he holds, bottom line, it was said, you don't have to make a gezerah to sha'ar, shtarot, for kiyum. Comes to Mishnah's last case and says, אחד אומר בפניי נכתב. Okay, that's good. ושניים אומרים בפנינו נחתם כשר. Now, what's the logic of that? We're going to wait for the Gemara to explain. One on the Ketiba, two on the Hatima. Now she says, wait for the Gemara. Okay, comes the Gemara and begins. Hatulamali. Hatane lechad azimna. המביא גט ממדינת הים, צריך שיאמר בפניי נכתב ופניי נכתב, which means, this is a repeat. Didn't you tell me the first משנה of the פרק, a guy brings a gט ממדינת הים, you gotta say בפניי נכתב, בפניי נכתב. What are you starting out of this משנה? If he said בפניי נכתב, but didn't say בפניי נכתב, or vice versa, no good. We know that already, that's the first משנה, you gotta say both items. Kabbalah says, Imahi, because if you just had the first משנה, הווה מינה צריך ואילו אמר כשר. That if you didn't say it, it's pasul. Now I would have told maybe the first mishnah is the chetayla you got to say. But if you didn't say it, you're okay. That's why the second mishnah has got to come and tell you, nah, if the shriat didn't say like we, the rabbis, told him to say it, it again is pasul afilu bediavad. Now, b'fanai nechtav hetzio, u'b'fanai nechtam kulo. Now what's that case over there? Right? He says, I saw half of the get was written in front of me. And the whole signatures, I could uh, say, I saw the signatures. Basul. So the Gibra says, Hey, Hetzio. Which half did he see? Ilima Hetzio Rishon. If you saw the first half, which is the main part of the gate, which is the names. Ha'amar Rabbi Elazar, Afilu do katab mo'ena shita ha'at l'shma shuv eno sarich. That's all he has to see. Rabbi Elazar says, as long as the witnesses see the first line of the gate, which is the ikad, that's already l'shma. So what do you mean half of the gate? If it's half of the first gate, you're in. The bottom of it, there's no names at the end. That's just standard text. So therefore, the end doesn't prove it's Lishma. Oh, so therefore you're not, you don't have Lishma, you only have a Hatima. So either quote the Rabbats, because you didn't get the Lishma, and quote the Rabbah, that you might come to make a cue with one witness. Comes the Gemara and says... Now we start the piece over here. Befanai nechtav kulo. Ubefanai nechtam hetzio. Interesting case. Guy says, I saw the whole writing, but half of it was signed in front of me. Pasul. Now, what does this mean? Amar of Hazda. That of Hazda is not explaining what the Mishnah is talking about. He's giving you a case outside the Mishnah. Va'afilu shnaim me'idim al-hatimat yad sheni pasul. Wow. Which means, you have the Shaliyah himself that's telling, I know one witness, I saw one witness. Even if you have two witnesses come out now and say, and we know the second witness. So technically you have a good kiyum of it. You got the Shaliyahs covering one of the witnesses, and you got two witnesses that are covering, which is a regular kiyum, on the second witness, Raf says, no good. Gemara says, why? My ta'ma, או כולו בקיום הגט, או בכולו בתקנת חכמים. You can't use two items simultaneously. Either you work with קיום הגט. You know what קיום הגט means? Two witnesses מקיים, both witnesses. You need two guys to come and testify, both. That's called קיום הגט. Or you want to work with תקנת חכמים, תשליח סקאר מקיים, both. You can't mix and match it, תשליח will work on one, and then you get קיום on the other. Rabbis don't want that. You gotta have everything either in the Kiyum business or everything in the Takarat Al-Khamim business. Look at Rashi, Amar of Hazda. Very important Rashi here, Amar of Hazda. Lav le perushem matnitin ata. He's not coming to explain the case of the Mishnah. Ul ukmem matnitin behachi. And to say that this is the case of the Mishnah where the Shaliyah was mekayim, one witness, and then two other guys mekayim, the other. He's not saying that that's the case of the Mishnah. The case of the Mishnah is literal. Where what, what, he was only Mikayim, one Ed, and the reason why the Mishnah said it's Pasu because the other witness was not Mikuyam. This Mishnah is, is what it is. All of Azda is saying, I'm telling you even a Hadush outside the Mishnah. That even if two guys came and were Mikayim, the second witness, still no good. Why? He's adding his own Sivarab Amar, the Buta, that he was Shnaim in Ashuk. 
מעידים שהם מכירים יד עד חתימת השני שלא עיד אשר עליו פסול. You know why? Because either you work with קיום הגט, meaning היינו עדים המעידים על חותם העדים, או תקנת חכמים, עדות השליח שהאמינו חכמים כשניים. Either or. Now what's the problem? Why they don't want you to, uh, to, to mix and match over here? What's the uh, problem? So the Mephashim say over here, because unless the Shaliyah is following the way of the Achim, he's not going to be medayik. He's not going to be precise. Which means, if you, you, you want to do what the rabbi said, Mikhaim, both witnesses. Once already he's doing half a job, you're concerned that he might not be precise as well. Therefore, you're not going to trust the, uh, the uh, Shaliyah in this case. Over. Therefore, at the end of the day, you only have Qiyum on one, uh, one witness. You don't have Qiyum uh, on the, the other one. So therefore, it is not going to be acceptable. Okay. Comes the Gibran and says like this. Matkif la Rava. Rava does not like Rav Hazda's case. You know why? He says like this. Mi'ika midi. Ti'ilu amar had kashir. Hashta di'ika tre pasu. He can't accept this. He says, you're going to tell me a case where if one guy would have validated the second witness, it would be kosher. Now you're going to tell me if two guys do it, it's no good? Meaning, if the shaliyah himself would have validated the second witness, it's okay, even though there's only one guy. Now you're going to tell me if two guys come and validate the second witness, it's not good? Rabbi says, that doesn't make any sense. Look at Rashi. Mi'ika midi, di'ilu amar had kasher, imaya omer shaliyah ani makiram. Even better. Let's say the Shaliyah didn't say the famous words of Bifanai Nihtam. Let's say the Shaliyah just said, I recognize those, uh, that signature. We learned earlier in the Masikh on Dab Gima, if you remember, we were Midayek from Rashi, Rashi said over there, even if the Shaliyah doesn't say Bifanai Nihtam per se, even if he just says, I know the signature, he's believed as well. So that, that's not even coming from the Takanat of Hachamim anymore, of the Bifanai Nechtam. I mean, that's enough just for the guy to say, I know the signature, he has already a Ne'emanut. So the Gemara says, you're going to tell me if one guy comes along and says, I know the signature. Oh, he's believed. But if two guys come along and say, oh, we know the signature, no good? Then he can't be accepted. He says, I can't accept that. Why? He says, he says, even if he didn't say those words, those magical words. So we said in the Gemara. And therefore, the Gemara is coming along to say, right, he, the way he explains to get a clarity on the question, which even though we saw it in Nasi, he's saying like this. It doesn't matter how he makeyim the start with the, with the shaliyah. Whether he says, or even if he says, I know the signatures. Now that's not the Takarat HaChamim. I mean, Takarat HaChamim technically was saying, but we're going even further, even if he just says, I know the guy's handwriting, we're going to say that it's Kashir as well. Oh. Which we, it's a regular kiyum, basically. And by the way, what's a regular kiyum? Exactly that. We're, we're, two witnesses come along and say, we know the signatures. <clears throat> so you allow a regular kiyum by one witness and say it's okay. So you're going to tell me if the shaliyah makes a standard kiyum, it's okay. But if two guys are going to come and make a standard kiyum, it's not going to be okay? Rava says, Rava, that, that cannot be. Therefore you're wrong. Therefore he argues and says, you know what? If the Shaliyah comes along and says, Bifanai Nihtav, U Bifanai Nihtam Hetsio, and then two other guys come along and fix the second witness and 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 and, and, and Mikayim it, the star is good according to Rava. Oh, so comes the Gibran and says, Ela Amar Rabbah says, but I'll tell you Hadush. Rabbah, you know what? I'll tell you Hadush. If you want to say Hadush in the Mishnah, I'll tell you Hadush. Afilu hu ve'ehad me'idim al hatimat yad sheni pasul. You know what the Hadush case is? The guy is testifying on uh, on half. Rabbah is saying, you know what? It's not a regular case uh, like we learned uh, testifying on half. 
meaning one the other witness is not being mikoyam at all. That's pasu. That's pasu. I don't need, I don't need a mishnah for that case. I must. I'll tell you what the case is talking about. The case is talking about where one witness came to mikoyam the second star, the second witness along with the shaliyah. So basically, the shaliyah is being mikoyam one himself, and then half of the second witness. Again, the Shaliyah's Mikayim witness number one himself, the Fanai Nihtam, I know that witness. On the second witness, another witness comes with the Shaliyah and says, we both know this witness over here. What's the problem with that? Yeah, the Shaliyah. The no, the Shaliyah's only Ne'eman as a... You're right, the Shaliyah's the Shaliyah, so you should be uh, believed, right? But the problem, the way it was done over here, why? So the says, my Tama, what's the problem? What's, what's, what's the reason why it should be no good? So the Gebra says, Ati lehalufe bekiyum shtarot de'alma. We're going to make a mistake to regular shtarot. What's the mistake you can make? Vekanafik nechir riv'ad de mamona apuma dehad sahada. You're going to end up taking three quarters of the money on one witness's testimony. Introduction. By regular start of Mamun, you need two witnesses. Alpi, Shnaim, Edim, Yakum Dabar. And from that we learn that it's got to be Shnaim, Edim, which means you got to have two witnesses. Each witness is affecting half the start. You cannot have one witness that affects 75% of the start and another one 25%. It's got to be equal. They're both same power. Now, now, right, now in this case over here, let's say this story panned out in a Mamunot case. Right? So you have a star, money's owed now, you got uh, witnesses on it, okay, we need to make a it. Beautiful. One guy comes along, or sorry, two witnesses come along, right? And they make a uh, you know, this, uh, this name over here. That's very nice. And then what? That one of these guys, along with somebody else, is Mikayim, the second witness. So it comes out, one guy is Mikayiming one witness, and he's also part of the second witness as well, Kiyum, and therefore technically he is affecting 75% of the stock. So we're concerned as follows. If you're going to let this case get away with it in a Gitim, which is no problem to get away with it, like you mentioned, by one witness testifying on this end, and then one witness testifying on the second with somebody else, he didn't need that somebody else. <laughs> he, can t- he can testify it himself. He's the Shalia, he's believed. Once you brought in another guy, now already this one Shalia is involved in the two witnesses. He's Mikayim one, that's 50%. And he was Mikayim part of the second witness, that's 25% more of the testimony. So he got a 75-25. I'm concerned if you let the 75-25 in a get case work, it might lead to a Mamonot case where 75-25 does not work. Let's read it in Ashi now. Ashi says, Look at the uh, third line in Ashi. Kegon. Beautiful case. Two guys are signed on a star. One of them died. So another witness shows up and says, I'm telling you, that's my signature. And I'm telling you, that's my friend's signature. So he was Mikayim, his own. So he's 50%. Plus now he was Mikayim also, his friends. Now, for him, he's believed alone to, 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 to say that's his signature. He doesn't need two guys. The guy himself is believed alone. But he's going to need somebody else to do the other one. So he's got his own, which is 50% to the star, plus 25% to the other witness, which is 75% to the paper now, is being Kikuyama on one guy. No good. Because the witnesses have to be equal on a Mamonot law. It's got to be 50-50. Al pishnayim edin. They got to have the equal power. So that she says, V'nistarefe had min ashuki. When I take a guy with him, La'ida kadvei yadamet. Aminim perik dal ketubay 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 perik dal 
מקיים the second witness. You know why? תינקן דפיק סלטה לבעד במונה, because then three quarters of the mammon, הפומה דחל, זה come out from one guy. תקיים מעלה נאמן אדם נאמר זה כתב ידי. Good. A guy is believed to testify in his own signature. You don't need two guys for his own self. And therefore, הרי חצי עדות. So already, he's 50% of the star is on his own testimony. ואם בעל יצטרף לעיד על חותם חברו, Now, if he joined with somebody else to became his friend's signature, im acher haregimu to be out. That's already three quarters edut. Alpi verachmana amar alpi shnayim. What does shnayim teach me? Demashma palga apuma dehai u palga apuma dehai. Fifty percent on this side and fifty percent on that side. Megabe get namet. Now, by a get, it doesn't matter. That's not a concern by a get. But if I'm going to allow this case to go through. What's the case I'm concerned going through? Where the Shaliyah comes along and says, you know what, I can, I can confirm one witness for sure. He signed it, good. Regarding the second witness, he brings somebody else with him, and then they're both testifying. Hey, you didn't need that guy. You could have done it yourself. But once you brought that guy now, now it looks like a what? That the start is being mikuyam, 75% from one guy. That's what she says. He writes like this. I don't care if I get. Without another guy to get was kashir. Beautiful. So that's Ravaz Hedush. Comes to Gemara and challenges that. Gemara says, Matkif la Rav Asheh. מאיקה מידי, תאילו מסיק לאיו לכולי דיבורה, כאשר השתא דאיקה חד בעדי פסול? גמרא זה, אני לא אוהב את זה אידה. תאמר לי אם האדם עשה את זה, זה יהיה אוקיי. עכשיו שתי אנשים עושים את זה, זה יהיה יותר טוב? אני לא יכול לקבל את זה. הוא אמר, זה צריך להיות טוב. טוב, רב אשר, אתה תגיד לי את החידוש הזה. אז הוא אומר, אני אגיד לך את החידוש. הוא אומר, אתה יודע מה החידוש הזה? אלא אמר רב אשר, אפילו אומר, אני הוא עד שני, פסול. Even if the Shaliyah comes along and says, that witness, I was there for the signing, so he coaches one witness up. And then he says, and I am the second witness. The second witness is me. No good. Why not? Kebola says, my ta'ama, what's the reason why it shouldn't be good? You know why? או כולו בקיום הגט, או כולו בתקנת חכמים. Rule. You can't use two process over here on the gate, which means, either work with the תקנת חכמים, מקיים the whole thing, which means, בפניים נכתב on both. You're not, when I collect the שליח now, use the בפניים נכתב on one, and then קיום on the second. When he comes along and says, that's me, that's regular קיום שטרות, that's not a תקנת חכמים. Again, When I come along and say, that's my signature, that's the normal way of Mikhaeming a star. Where the witness comes along and says, that is my signature. I come to Beti. What did he do? He did. On one of the witnesses, he used the rabbi's takana b'fanayim nechtam. I saw the, uh, it was signed in front of me. Okay? Now, he's using a takana b'fanayim. Did he know he's one guy? He's believed as two by a get to kosher up this witness. But then for the second witness, he used the standard procedure of Qiyum Shtarot, which is what? That's my signature. That's the end of the procedure. So, Rabbi Ashir says, no good. You know why? Because the rabbis either said, use the metakarat hachamim, or use kiyum shtarot procedure. Don't use both. Because they were concerned if you're going to start using both, the guy's not going to be careful in the way he's going to mekayim the shtar with the takarat hachamim. In any event, comes out, let's just review over here. We have Rabbi Hazda, Rabbi, Rabbi Ashir. Each rabbi thought to bring a hiddush, And then it was rejected by his colleague until we got to the final Hidush of Rabbi Asher. Let's review these three Hidushim uh, outside. Rabbi Hazda thought along, he came with a Hidush like this. A guy writes a get, brings it from Medina Tayyam, the Shaliyah surfaces with the get, right? He comes along and says, you know what? Bifanayim nihtab, one witness. And the second witness, two guys come along and mekayim. Two guys! Rabbi Hazda says, no good. Rabbi Hazda is impossible. You can't, I cannot accept that if you're telling me if the Shaliyah himself would have said, not even b'fanai nikhtab, 
If he would have said what, I know the witness, I know the guy, I know, I know the. You, you tell me it's okay. So certainly, when two guys come along, it's got to be okay. No. So, so, so Ravah says, uh, "What's the hadush?" So Ravah says, "I'll tell you the hadush." The shadiyah comes along and mekayim one. On the second, he said, "Fanai nechtam on one." On the second, when he brought a guy from the street with him to mekayim that. You know why? Gezera atu is seventy-five percent mamonot. Again, Rabbi says I can't accept that. You tell the one guy can come along and do it. You tell me two guys gonna be worse than one guy? No good. So you know what Rabbi Shish says? The case is talking about. He's on one eid. But what on the second eid he says that's me. Also, why is it no good? Or betekarat hakamim. Yeah, you can use, use one of the two procedures. Now that we got to this point, let's just finish up. The Gebra says like this. Tanan. Now let's go back. Now, now that you got the three cases, let's go back to Al Mishnah now for a moment. Tanan. Okay, that was the case we were dealing with till now. I saw the whole Kitiba and the Hatima, only half of it. Pasul. So we said, no good. So the Gabbara says, What's the case? Which means, if he only was Mikayim half the signatures, meaning one out of the two, so the other one, what, was, what, what happened to the other witness? What, what, was, what was the status of that other witness? But nobody was Mikayim it? If nobody was testifying on that second witness, that means you have a story that only one witness is legal. You have to tell me that case? If you told me in the Mishnah already where one guy says, and one guy says, and still you tell me it's no good. Do you have to tell me a case where Shaliyah is only Mikayim, half the witnesses? Which means, even in a case where you have a full Ketiba testimony, and a full Hatima testimony, no good. So certainly, you can't tell me the case of half Hatima means he was only Mikayim, one witness and the other guy nothing. That doesn't make any sense. Pashut. So the Gebra says, you know what the case must be? Ela. I'll tell you. Here's the key. Ela, find it. Oked Raba, Oked Rab Asher, Ul Apuke Midrab Hazda. So listen to Al Salam, I'll tell you very clearly now. You can't tell me that that case is literal. Where a guy came along and he was said, Bifanay Nikhtab the whole star, and Bifanay Nikhtab on half the star, and the other witness, nobody did anything. Pashut that that's Pasub. That cannot be the case. Ela, you must modify the case to give me a hadush in the case. You gotta give me a, give me a scenario where the case becomes a hadush. Now wait, whenever you're gonna give me a hadush in a case, it's enough to give me the most minimal hadush to satisfy and justify the fact that the Mishnah wrote it. You don't gotta give me the biggest hadush. On the contrary, find me the smallest hadush possible and say that's why I'm good. Now, in the three rabbis, Rav Hazda. Rava and Rav Asher. Who said the biggest Hindush? Clearly Rav Hazda. Because Rav Hazda said, even if two witnesses come along and say the second witness is good, no good. It's a very big Hindush. You got two witnesses. Go- so that's the biggest Hindush. So you know what the Gemara would say? The Mishnah is not coming to include Rav Hazda's case. Because that, you know, too big of a Hindush. The two lesser Hindushim is either Rava's case, where what? The Shaliyah partnered up with somebody else to fix the second. And that's what it means when it says, he was only Mekayim, hefty. I mean, he only was Mekayim with Bifanayim Nikhtav on half. And then on the second, he partnered up with somebody. Or Rav Asher's case, where he said, I am the second guy. Those cases are Hidushim, by the way. To say that that case is Pasul, it's a Hidush. Correct? Either it's pasul because of gezerah to mamunot, or gezerah because you don't want to split the star with half kiyum, half takhanad al-khamim. So basically the Gemara is saying, let's to the point now very clearly. The Gemara is saying, what is the case of bifanai nikhtav kulo and bifanai nikhtam hetsyo? You can't tell me it's literal. 
Because if it's literal, it makes no sense. It's pashut. If you tell me one guy says b'farayn ikhtab, and one guy says b'farayn ikhtab, it's no good. Certainly when a guy's only being mekayim half the shtar, it's going to be no good. Also, you know what I'll tell you, the hadush is, either like Rava said, where the case was he was mekayim half, and then he partnered up with a guy for the second one, and it's hadush that it's pasul, or he was mekayim half it, and then he said, I'm the second guy, and according to Rav Asher, it is... Pasul, but you don't have to go so far to tell me like that. It's not good. That's really understood. I mean, even where two guys came along and make a, that's uh, that's already uh, too too much, right? So they basically what the Gemara did over it knocked out Rav Hazda's item from the Mishnah. Now Rav Hazda is going to have to respond to this. Now again, let's just set up the question over here clearly. Basically, we have three shitot Rav Hizda, we have Rava, and we have Rav Asheh. Each rabbi said a Hiddush, Rav Hizda's Hiddush was the biggest of the Hiddushim, that he said, even in the case where the Shaliyah says, Bifanayim Nikhtav, and two other people come along and they validate the Shtar and say that we know the witnesses, they make the Qiyum on the witnesses, Still, he says, no good, pasul. That was not accepted by Rabbah. Rabbah said, if you want to make a hadush, say a hadush like this. But it's talking about what? Where the guy says, b'fanayim nikhtav, kulo. And then he comes along, and he says, that what? That I am, that, that, and then he comes along, and he brings uh, another uh, witness with him, right? And that other witness with him, he's mekayim the... Uh, the star, which means he's Mikayim Hatsyo. He says, This witness, I'm being Mikayim And then he, with another guy, goes and validates the second witness. That was Lavaz Hidush. No good. Because that's a 75%, 25% situation. Came Rav, Rav Asher and said, you know what? I don't agree with that case. I say that case is Kashir. You want a Hadush case? I'll tell you the Hadush case. It's Bifanayim Nikhtav Kulo. Bifanayim Nikhtam. He was Mikayim through Bifanayim half one witness. And then the other witness, he says, that's me. And Rava said, Rav Asher said that that case is not good because you're using Bifanayim Nikhtav, which is a Takanav de Hachamim. Plus kiyum shtarot, which is the regular din, and you can't use two items uh, uh, together. In any event, the Gemara then asked the question: What? Do you, once you have those three shitot, Gemara asked the question: What do you need the case in the Mishnah that says befanai nechtav kulo ubefanai nechtam hetzio? That's obvious that it's no, that it's no good because if in the case that the Mishnah said before that that ehad omer befanai nechtav kulo vehad omer befanai nechtam kulo. No good, because Shekir, when he's only being Mikayim, Hetzio. So also, the Gemara says, you know how you'll answer that? You're right, you don't need the Hetzio case for itself. And the Hetzio case is coming for a Hedush case. Now, once you're telling me it's coming for a Hedush case, I'll always choose the smaller of the Hedush. Because why do I got to go to the biggest Hedush? I just need to justify the case, uh, the case's existence in the Mishnah. So therefore, as long as I find even the smallest Hedush, there's a justification. So either Rava. Or Rav Asher. But basically what the Gemara is trying to say, you see Rav Azda, your deen is wrong. Because you don't have to come on to your deen in the Mishnah. Of two witnesses coming along to say that the shtar is mikuyam. And then the guy, two other witnesses come along. That case is going to be kasher. And the Mishnah is only coming to posel either Rava's case or Rav Asher's case. Comes the Gemara and says, Rav Azda is going to answer you. Amar lecha Rav Azda. That says I'm going to answer you. Good. According to your reasoning, It's the first case in the Mishnah. First case said, the guy comes and says, half a declaration. But he didn't say, Why do you need that case? Why, which is, why not? Because later on in that Mishnah, it says, Bifanayim nechtav kulo and bifanayim nechtam hetzio. Our case. So if you tell me hetzio is pasul, certainly when he says nothing on the hatima, it's going to be pasul. So he says, let me just ask you a question, by the way. He says, according to the way you learned the Mishnah, what do you do with the first case of the Mishnah? So he says, you know what you're going to say? 
Ela, you know, we have to say that the Mishnah is working with a specific style. What's the style? Ela lozu afzu. The Mishnah is working with a style that says not only this, but even this. That means the Mishnah starts off with the obvious case. When a guy didn't mention the Hatima at all, Hashut, it is Pasul. But not only when he didn't mention any Hatimot, but even if he mentioned half, it is still Pasul. So therefore, just like case one and case, I think it's three, is working with a Lozu, Avzu, not only this, but even this. So he says like this. So here also on your question, what was your question? You had case number three in the Mishnah that says, and then we have the next case that says, So your question was, well, what are you talking about? What do I need the case of Hatsio for? If you tell me where the guy said the whole thing, it's no good. Certainly where he says uh, half, it's not going to be good. So if you want to learn the case is extra, if you want to say Hadushim, no. I'll tell you that what? It's working in the Lozu Afsu. That what? Not only a case where the guy says half, it's not going to be good. But even in a case where you have a guy that said the whole, two guys, one guy says and one guy says also it's not going to be good. Which means, don't learn the cases extra, the Hetzio case, learn that the case is literal. As, as was said. And the reason why the Mishnah had to say it was, because the Mishnah is working in a style. Not only where the guy says, Hetzio, is it no good, but even in a case where you have one guy that said, Kulo, it's also not going to be good. Now what, do you, what, do you, what is that from that game by this answer? Once you're telling me the case is not extra, learn it literal, so then already you can't start saying it's extra, so learn the smallest Hadush and all that. No, the Mishnah was not discussing any Hadushim. The Mishnah was discussing the case of Hatsiyo as is, and then the Mishnah could come along and say, and I was saying my Hadush outside the Mishnah. I mean, I wasn't saying it in the Mishnah itself. I was saying, Stam, you should know that if a guy comes along and says, Kulo, and then two other guys come along, and they mikayim the witnesses, no good. And they don't ask me a question, but that can't be the Hadush of the Mishnah, because the case of the Mishnah is extra, pick the smallest Hadush. I wasn't talking in the Mishnah. I hold that the Mishnah is literal. How could you hold it literal? You don't need the case. No, you learn it in the Lozu Afzu. Just like you're learning the first case in the Lozu Afzu, where the guy comes along and says, Bifanayn and didn't say Bifanayn Nihtam. And that's a build-up. That it Lozu, not only where he didn't say anything, but even if he said half. And then the next one Mishnah is, and not only if he said half, but even if he said whole, by two different, but that's, but that's still, that point is, even though the whole thing is being Mikuyam, it's, it's not going to be good. But that was the Gemara's question. That was the Gemara's question. What do you need the case of Hatshio if Kudo is said in the Mishnah? So therefore, the Chazda says, my Hadush stands that even if you have two witnesses that come and Mikayam it, no good Pasul. And don't ask me from the Mishnah. Comes the Gemara and continues, new case, out of Masikat Kitina. Amar of Chazda. Okay, Hagdama, Rishut Yahid. To make a Rishut Yahid on Shabbat, you need to be 10 to Fahim deep, let's say in a, in a well, and it needs to be 4 by 4 tefahim wide. That constitutes a Rishut Yahid, a private domain. We are going to discuss now we have a wall that is 5, and the embankment is also 5. So the question is can you, can, can you combine wall and embankment? To make a wall of asarat tefahim. So the Gemara says, Rav Chazda, Amar Rav Chazda, Gidud Hamisha, right? That's the Gidud. That's the embankment on the side, right? Like, like when you when you dig it out, it creates an embankment. You put the, the dirt on the side, it creates like a, a wall. Hamisha, and the wall itself of the well is five and mitzarfim. No good. Does not mitzarf asarat achiyek o kolo it's gotta be all wall or all embankment. Darash Moremor Gidud Hamisa Umehitsa Hamisha Mistarfin. Okay, you argued with him. Moremor came along and said you can you can combine five on the wall and five on the embankment. Vilcheta Mistarfin, you count it and therefore they consider a shoot yahid. Ba'e ilfa ilfa question. Yadayim taharot la chatsain o in tarot la chatsain. Not a question. Can hands become partially tahor? 
Now we don't even know what this question means. We mean partially tallar. What's the what's the What's the question? Now we know that sometimes the person has to make it to that shadai in order to purify his hands. But the question over here is, can the hands become partially tallar? So the gemara says, "Hechi dame." What's the case? Ilema dekam mashve betre mirbiit. Maybe I'll tell you like this. The normal law is to purify one hands. You need to put two hands and as, together, let's say, and as long as one rivi'it of water, which is like three, three point three ounces, falls on both hands, it purifies. So that's what they would do. They would hold the cup, you know, with both hands and just flip it over. The rivi'it would go on both hands. It's okay. So maybe hatsa'in means where two guys stick their hands under the the same cup. So basically, what's happening? Is that the 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 the, 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 the second guy is getting like uh, half a cup? You're not getting the full rivayik because you usually have four hands underneath that, right? They're both of them. So that, that that would be hatsayin. Maybe that's the question. We want to know if it's good or not. So comes the Gemara and says, no, that cannot be the question. Why not? Maybe two people are using one rivayit. Which means it's okay, which is according to the Gemara, it's clearly that if a guy started off with a cup that had Rivi'it in it, and the first guy used it, the leftovers can be used by a second guy. So long as the cup started with Rivi'it in it, it is okay. So therefore, that's not a question. You don't need to ask a question when you have a Bifinush statement that clearly says that even if the second guy puts his hands now under and using the, the leftovers of the Rivi'it, it is going to be okay. So what's the case? So the Yabara says, Oh, he's washing one hand at a time. So maybe that's the question. You, know, you only washed one hand at a time, so it's Hatsa'in. Uh, is, that, is that good? Which maybe the Lord would be, you have to wash them simultaneously. So the Yabara wants to know, is that kosher or not? The Yabara says, no, that's not a problem. The Gemara says that if a person, let's say, makes the tirat yadayim on one hand, and with the other hand he dips it in the mikveh, that means that's also a way to purify hands. Kashir, which you don't have to wash them the same way. You can wash one hand this way, one hand that way, and not, not even simultaneous. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that's also okay. So what's the case where the Gemara has a question? So the Gemara says, Ela de palga palga dide. Oh. Which means, the case is talking about where you washed half a hand at a time. Let's say you wash from the knuckles up, right? Then you dried it, and then you wash from the knuckles down. So you're washing the same hand, but you're doing it in two stages. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? No good. Which means when you dry one part, then you dry the other, then you do the other, it's a break in the action. It's got to be done in one shot. So that cannot be good. We're talking about where, let's say, the knuckle part that you, and above that you, that you washed first, it's still moist. So you didn't dry it yet. So the question is, since this is still moist, do you consider that it's still connected now because it's still wet, and therefore it's okay. Comes the Gemara and says, no good. Even if you have some moisture on the hand, so what? That we learned. Let me just explain you terminologies, then the, the, the deen. You know what a nitsok is? We discussed nitsok many times. Nitsok is a flow. For example, let's say I have a keli on top that's tahor. And I'm pouring into a keli that's tameh on the bottom. Okay? Now when I pour, I create a flow, a stream. That is called a nitsuk. Now the nitsuk basically what it does is it connects the top to the bottom. So the law is of it, nitsuk is not a connector to make the stuff on top tameh. Number two, it's called katafris. Katafris is an incline or a slope. For example, you have a mountain. Okay, on top of the mountain you have water. On the bottom of the mountain you have water. What happens? It's, there's a flow going down the mountain that connects the top to the bottom. Katafris also does not serve as a connector to make the waters on top tameh. Thirdly, you have the case of mashke tofeyah. For example, I have in a bowl 
I have uh, Taor liquids over here somehow, and I have Tamer liquids over here, and it's being connected by like moisture. So that moisture does not connect them to say that the Tahor waters are going to be Tamer. So you see three items that are non-connectors. Nitzok, that's the flow, that's the stream, Katafres, that's the incline, and Tofeya. And the Gemara says, not only does it not connect for Tum'ah, but it's not going to connect for Tahara. Meaning, let's have a Mikveh. Have a Mikveh that's 20 Se'ah. That's not a kosher Mikveh, you need to have 40 Se'ah. But let's say it's connected to another 20 Se'ah Mikveh, through either a Nitzok, or Katafres, or moisture. It does not combine them together to make Tahara that the Mikveh is going to be Kashir. Oh. Now what do you see over here? What you see over here, what the point of our Gemara is, moisture is not a connector. And therefore, I don't care if the knuckle part of your hands are still moist, it's not going to connect it to the other part to say it's all one. Therefore, it's going to be a separation. You're not allowed to wash your hands in two different stages. We thought to answer it to say, what? Well, it's moist. Moisture, it's still considered wet, the whole thing's considered together. No. We see that tofeyah, moisture being a little moist, does not bring a connection, not for tum'ah, not for tarah, who are deemed for netirat shadayim. So comes the Gemara and says, you can read that in the Gemara, let's read this in the Nashid, these Nashid here please, and Nitzok, top line, and Nitzok kilowah, that's a flow. Vakatafres, har mishupah, that's a mountain that has an incline, shemidrono mehudad arbein, a very steep. Eno hibud, letum'ah. Kegon you're pouring from a the stream is you know going down. it connects both mashkim. Uh, it is not going to metame the top beverage. You took a, a daf, a, 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 a plank. Right, and you pour the water down on the incline over the same story. But now the bottom is connected, right? Uh, to me, the top is not going to become tamir. Same story, just on a, an incline. Well, let's say had a big bowl, long bowl, and on the two edges of the bowl you had mashkin, and you have like a moisture. Connecting them Okay, good. so those are three cases of the Tum'ah. Vechen the Tahara. What's the case? Kegon. Mikvaot. It's being connected by one of these three items, not a connector. So we're saying, just like Tofeyah doesn't connect, so it shouldn't connect you by Nitilat Shadayim. Therefore, I don't care if you're, the top part of your hands are still moist. Bottom line, it's like they're dry. And therefore, what? You cannot make the touch of them in two stages. So comes the Gemara and says, no, 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 that wasn't the case we were talking about. Lord said, it wasn't just moist. It was very moist. What does very moist mean? Let me explain to you what that means. Tofeyah regular means that it's moist. That if I would take a rag and put it on the on the uh, on the moisture, you'd feel it, but not enough to transfer it to another rag. But tofeyah means it's so moist. But if I would take one rag, one towel, and let's say, you know, uh, dry it, the towel will be so wet that it can transfer and make another towel wet as well. That's already a lot of moisture. So you're right. We're not talking stam where he's just a little wet on his head. It's tofeya amrat. So maybe that makes a connection in such a dive. So so long as the front part of the end is tofeya amrat that fiya, then you can make the tie them on the second part. That's considered okay. That was the Gibbon's question. Amen, amen.